Welcome to CRE Power Hour, everyone. My name is Lisa Marie Wand, and my co-host, Stephanie Gillison, is not here today, but she's here in spirit. Stephanie and I have spent the last two decades growing and scaling our businesses, and together we are bringing a new space for you to learn alongside the best in the commercial real estate business at CRE Power Hour. Welcome. And today our guest is Megan Dodd, and we're so excited to have her on the show. So let's get right into it. Hi, Megan. Welcome, and thanks for being on the show with us. Amazing. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So I'm going to do a little intro of Megan. And um, so Megan works for a startup called Lead Ingo, and we'll put her information down below. And this is a site that's really for people that are struggling to learn how to move their way through LinkedIn and using it for their business. And Megan and her company do B2B lead generation specifically on LinkedIn. And it's a new company and we're super excited to talk about it today and how it would be, it might be able to and will be able to help commercial real estate professionals generate leads using LinkedIn as their platform. So welcome. Thank you so much. Did I do pretty good on the intro? Did I, did I get everything? You nailed it. You did a great job. I'm very proud of you. Fantastic. Because it oh, is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Megan, oh, will, you, will you tell us about, about you before we get started about your company and LinkedIn? Yeah. Where are you sure. at? And because uh, you're far away from us, but yet you're right here. I am. So I'm actually based in Belfast. I moved up here just over a year ago now. Um, I'm originally from Dublin myself. And when I was in Dublin, I first started working for a company called Animation Explainers. And this is basically where my journey started. Um, I have amazing team at Animation Explainers and two fantastic directors, Aaron and Dylan, who have been fantastic since the start. And with Animation Explainers, we created kind of short animated explainer videos for companies that had complex products and services. And for our only generation, we started a strategy through LinkedIn to reach out to individuals to see if they would be interested. And with that strategy, we kind of learned that it was so powerful. It was really bringing in some great leads for us. So why not turn it into something positive for other people? So um, September or October last year, I was asked to become the project manager here at Leadingo, another company that's um, owned by the same two, Aaron and Dylan. And we have been working our way over the last couple of months to grow this business. And it's been going extremely well so far. We've been very lucky with all of our clients. They're all amazing. And it's been really good fun to kind of change things up a little bit and do something new. So you're brave to start a new position with a new company and move to a new city all at the same time. So um, thank you. Good job. Bravo. Because that's not something that everyone would do. And we'd love to have movers and shakers on this show. So you are officially in the mover and shaker uh, category because that that's a lot of change in a short period of time. And um, so the animation um, company that you worked for first, it makes me think about the explainer videos on YouTube, or sometimes you'll see, 
you know, a company have one on their website or on their social media that gives a quick overview. Is that, is that the type of thing that That's you do in that company? Yeah. So we have, we're so lucky to work with companies like Kemper in the U S we worked with Mattel, the creators of Barbie and Hot Wheels, DHL, the delivery service. So when we work with these kind of clients, it's exactly that to make these animated videos to help explain maybe a different process the company's offering or a complex part of their service, just to help simplify it and provide visuals alongside it. So do you, do you work with a um, creative team as well as a marketing team and production team for those? We have a whole in-house team at Animation Explainers that we all work together. We have an amazing project manager that manages all the projects. Then we have our animation team that do amazing animations. We have lots of different styles that we can offer as well. Really, over the last year and a half, the whole company has completely exploded. And it's it's really been great to be a part of it and help it grow. And then to kind of transition over to this role here at Leadingo has been really, really fun, too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then, um, so the tr tell us about, because I know LinkedIn, I'm big on social media. I'm always out there doing something and Stephanie and I host podcasts together and stuff. Um, LinkedIn, it seems like people either love it or they hate it. And I think part of that is it's a very different platform because it's focused on business. Exactly. Be one of my top two favorite. Um, I'm very active on LinkedIn, but a lot of people don't understand it. And what can I put there? What can I not put there? Because it's not Instagram, it's not TikTok, right? Yeah. So, so your company has really is diving in to LinkedIn specifically and how you can grow your business. And Stephanie is a whiz at this. And oh, so, so talk to our, talk to our live audience and those watching the recording about what's important about this B2B business to business lead generation on LinkedIn and, and what maybe they should be thinking about for their commercial real estate business. Well, I suppose the best way to put it is where we saw the benefit with LinkedIn was particularly after covid all of that kind of stuff happening where the world kind of went into lockdown and a lot of people had to start working from home but i suppose what that did was it opened up doors to people to being able to do business and um, with people near to you or on the other side of the world hence how i'm here today <laughs> so if you can you know linkedin is one of those things that it is hard to learn from and it is hard sometimes to understand what to post what not to post but if you really apply yourself and you know with leading go we work with you on building up your profile to make sure that it's at a standard that when people come on to check it out that they're interested in wanting to get to know you a little bit more so applying yourself to educating yourself on how to optimize your profile to the best of its ability and then you know being strategic with the type of post that you want to post you know people do want to be educated on linkedin but they also want to laugh and smile so I tend to say there's no wrong post on LinkedIn. It is a social media platform. You can choose what you want to post. But if you can do something that's informative and maybe starts a conversation, you're doing better again because people will share it and comment on it. So you've basically, by creating a LinkedIn profile and applying yourself to it, you've kind of opened yourself up to a telephone book to the world, if you like. You can tap into anybody's account. You can connect with anybody, message them, see if they'd be interested in the service or the products that you have to offer them. Just even start a conversation and it can lead to something amazing, you know? And that's what we want to do for our clients is help achieve that because 
it is so easy to achieve once you know how to do it right, you know? Yes, I agree. And I reach out to a lot of people on LinkedIn and I have the same. And what I notice is when someone engages with my post or when they send me um, an in-mail, they call it on or in-message on LinkedIn, um, if they go right to just start selling me, then I'm I'm just really not interested. Mm. So talk about, um, let's talk about your company, Lead Ingo, and tell us about Let's say, you know, I call you as a commercial real estate broker and a business broker and um, want to engage your services. And so tell me about what what you offer. And Perfect. What makes you different. I suppose to set this scenario, let's say we're moving forward with starting a campaign on LinkedIn together. One of the first things that I'll do is check out your profile and see if there's anything that I think that could be added to optimize it. So there's little things like you can include a video now on your profile picture on LinkedIn with your phone, which is really cool. You can introduce yourself if that's something you want to do. Always make sure you have a nice header and a nice short intro in the the start of your bio. And your about section should have information on you as a professional, but also a bit about you. You know, you don't want to not include your hobbies there. It's kind of like a small CV. Mm -hmm. And then basically what we do is. I will sit with you to understand who that target audience is you're looking to reach on the likes of LinkedIn. And we utilize a part of LinkedIn called Sales Navigator. So it's basically an upgraded version. It's really, really great and was basically built for sales reps to be able to reach individuals that fit their target audience. And with Sales Navigator, there are an array of filters that you can use to find that ideal target audience. So things like geography, industry, their current job title. You can even search old job titles, scenario level, so you can talk to decision makers, company sizes, particular companies. I mean, the filters go on. So we would apply what's important to you to build a list of individuals that meet that criteria. And once we have a list built, we'll then work on creating a tailored messaging sequence to communicate and engage with that audience. Now, we've done a lot of kind of strategic work behind the scenes before starting off the uh, the campaigns at all of our clients. And we've kind of narrowed it down that three messages is a really nice way to go for a messaging sequence. The first message is usually a question if something or an introduction to what you have to offer them. But, you know, always starting off bringing your personality across and just kind of starting conversation. We can also encourage, you know, clients to utilize any links that they might want to share, you know, hey, check out this blog post I think you might be interested in or check out this service that my um, my website offers or all these loads of different avenues. And then basically what we do is our approach is a much more human to human approach to a lot of lead generation companies. So really as your project manager, I would manually be looking after your account for you, sending the connection request and the messaging sequence to those who accept the connection request. And the reason why we work like that is because we want to build up your network. So your network is building up with these individuals that could be of interest in what you have to offer them. Megan, do do you think that there's an ideal number of connections to have on LinkedIn? I don't think so. You know, I think the more you grow, the better, because you're getting more people involved. Uh, Most of my clients would start off with a low amount, but they could see their account becoming so much more active and people responding more and engaging more with posts when they tend to have more people involved in their network. So, you know, as long as you're filling it with individuals that are of interest to yourself, but also maybe are within your professional area that you think could 
you could gain something from them and they could gain something from you. And as well, if you're looking to grow your LinkedIn, you can always follow accounts on LinkedIn that specialize in your LinkedIn page growth. There's so many great pages out there that I could recommend that really help with that. So it's just such a nice community LinkedIn, I think, and it's worth diving into. So you were, um, I interrupted you asking you a question, but so you were talking about, so you as an account rep, you're managing someone's LinkedIn when they're working with you and, and let's keep going on that. Yeah, so basically um, we would, once we have a messaging sequence that you're happy with, we have a lead list that you're, you're happy with. I will then work over a month period where I will send connections and messages. At the end of every month, then our contract works over the course of six months um, just so the campaign can be optimized and reach as many potential prospects for, for you at the end of the day. But essentially, I'll, we'll have a call at the end of every month to review how the month has performed so that we can optimize the campaign and learn from the data that I've collected. So we'll look at what kind of job titles might be responding more or is there a particular location that's getting back to us more often or is the messaging sequence working? Is it engaging the way we want it to? So mm -hmm. we want to work with you to make sure that we're always striving to get the most optimal response from the campaign at the end of the day. And um, so far has been so good with all of my clients. It's been it's been going along very well, thankfully, touch wood. <laughs> <laughs> so six month. Um contract to build obviously you can't just do something for a month or two and expect it to grow you have to nurture exactly. it over time how many clients do account managers at your your company i know you're new as a newer organization how many accounts would you have at any given time or what's your bandwidth um between eight to ten um it varies in the numbers in that sense as to um how many there is at a time but between eight to ten is very manageable and uh, you said you had some pages that you recommended following on LinkedIn to help grow your audience. Do you want to share some of those with our with our yeah, viewers sure. today? So I suppose the one that I would recommend if you're looking for like sales tips and things like that um, for LinkedIn, there's a guy called from the UK called Tom Boston. And if you enjoy a bit of a laugh and a bit of humor, he's great fun. Um, there's another guy by the name of Stephen. I would have to get his second name, but he is phenomenal. But what I found is when I just search um, LinkedIn influencers, it will come up with all of these different types of people. And the best thing is, oh, yeah. is find somebody that makes sense for you, you know, because there's so yeah. much to do with LinkedIn. You could find someone who's interested in content or branding or um, lead, lead generation, you name it. So find the best person for you. And once you follow them, you'll you'll see your feed come to live and it will give you ideas as to how to optimize yourself. That's great. And how about someone in the commercial real estate field? That's, you know, what Stephanie and I do. What types of things could you help them with as far as growing their commercial real estate business? And um, because we could be looking to get involved with investors developers, private equity companies, or maybe we're even looking out to connect with um, certain people within large organizations, you know, maybe Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies. So let's Absolutely. talk about how you would be able to benefit someone in the commercial for sure. real estate industry. So what I would be able to do for you in that sense is, is basically build a list together that is within those different um, industries, if you like, 
but following job titles as well. So if you wanted to keep it under, let's say, uh, real estate or residential, and you wanted to look at people within a certain area of that, we basically are able to implement those filters with Sales Navigator so that we're talking to that exact person for you. So what we'll be able to provide and the, the added value of it for the likes of your industry is that I would imagine your industry is heavily based on connections and knowing people and yes. being able to be connected with individuals on LinkedIn is a great way to do it. And if you do do business together, you can share posts and tag people and show off that business. And it just shows when you can show success and you can show how your company is building as it is. LinkedIn is such a great place to do it because that's exactly what everybody else is doing. That's wonderful. So Sales Navigator, um, I think in the U.S., Sales Navigator is about $75 a month or so. And um, it gets you really behind the scenes, right, of LinkedIn and being oh, able yeah. to connect with people that that are not already in your sphere of influence and being able to reach out to them directly. Because LinkedIn does have some gate gatekeeping tools in place. So you, it's not like, um, you know, Free Instagram, for, for example, where you can just pretty much interact with just about everybody unless they have their mm. account, you know, is private. So exactly. uh, talk to us a little bit about Sales Navigator because some people may not know about that. Yeah. So Sales Navigator is an amazing addition to have to your LinkedIn, especially if what you're trying to do is network based and reach uh, target audiences, especially in locations that across the sea or even further you know I use it on a daily basis uh, with my clients obviously but basically what it allows you to do is it's a, a whole array of other tools so there are options to build lists based on leads so that would be like the individual and there's also options to build lists based on companies and um, so you can filter it in lots of different ways with companies you can filter things like revenue and where the headquarters is located things like that and what it will do is it will provide a list of results based on the filters you've implemented. And with the companies, what's the best thing about it is it will also give you a list of individuals within that company. And you can then filter that down again to meet, let's say you wanted to talk to a CFO. You would just basically implement the CFO filter with that company and they would pop up. So it's basically like a much easier version um, of LinkedIn to find people that you wouldn't necessarily stumble across exactly like you said, Lisa Marie. It allows mm -hmm. your network to grow. You can also add another element to it is in-mail. So it's like um, a separate kind of inbox to your regular messaging, messaging on uh, LinkedIn. And you can talk to individuals that way as well. But it allows you to leave notes under different prospects' names. It allows you to set reminders for yourself. It's really, really, really a fantastic tool if growing your network and growing your business is something that you'd be interested in doing. It's like a CRM within LinkedIn. Exactly. And now, the other thing I would say in associated to Sales Navigator is that type of prospecting is so time-consuming. So that's what we... Um, a large part of why a lot of our clients love to utilize our services because that prospecting and that time saving is saved and they can do other tasks that they have set for their day. The biggest task that our clients have working with us is just replying to messages and um, that are positive. If people are looking to jump on a call with them or receive information that they said they would send them totally just varies. But if you have the time and you're willing to put the time into it to do that type of prospecting, it's phenomenal. And then um, I know I spend a lot of time replying not only to posts on LinkedIn, because 
I feel like that's really important. For sure. So many, so many people are focused on posts, posting videos, stories, reels, or, you know, actual posts and not so much on the engagement side. And um, so I like to go in and tag people and respond to, yeah, you know, I think, that's, a really good I think that's important. Yeah. I think, you know, it's kind of this initial fear, right. With a new platform that you're almost afraid, sometimes afraid to engage. Mm -hmm. But I find that almost always it's like in real life when you go, you're in a situation where you don't know anybody, but once you introduce yourself, everything seems fine again. And you're like, okay, this is fine. I find once you start engaging, you start to see that people want to engage with you as well. And that's the best thing about it is that kind of mutual respect that you find on LinkedIn. It's, professional but also good fun as well if you can find it mm -hmm. that's great and then you're helping people connect with new people and then also working with the messaging platform within exactly. linkedin to help help them respond because i know sometimes i'll reach out to people on linkedin and then i don't hear from them for a month yeah and that does happen that's why we kind of use the three message messaging sequence so that we do send the two follow-ups to the initial message but we're not sending too many follow-ups in the sense that we're not really chasing after an individual we we respect that linkedin is a place that is a social media app so we want to get their attention but also don't want to annoy them by doing that as well so we very much veer away from that we want to be friends with everyone we reach out to rather than enemies <laughs> You know, what really bugs me speaking of that enemies thing is when people send me these messages that, well, I guess you're ignoring my message or obviously you didn't read my message. And I suppose, depending on someone's personality type, they may feel like guilty about it and then respond. But I put those people right in the trash. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that's just unacceptable behavior. You wouldn't do it in the workplace. So why would you think it's okay to just say to somebody, you know, if someone's not replying to you, they're just not replying to you. Sometimes you just have to accept that face. But I totally agree. There's just sometimes people in the world who are a little bit different like that. <laughs> <laughs> just like rude. Don't be rude. Exactly. Be nice. <laughs> That's all and friends. So across the, yes, exactly. Let's all be friends and be nice to each other. Be kind. Exactly. Across this six month um, program that you have to help people lead generate on LinkedIn, um, what would be, can you give us a, a success story or two that we can hear, you know, yeah. hear about? So um, let me tell you about one of my clients in the US actually. So one of my favorite clients in the US, I have four of them on a package and they're amazing. Their lead generation has been phenomenal over the last five months we've worked together. So they specialize in medical device sales. So trying to partner up with physicians to sell their mm -hmm. medical device, if they'd be interested yep. in that. And I, over the four accounts, over the last five months, I'd say on a monthly basis, between the four of them, there was at least 100 positive responses on a monthly basis. So they were receiving between you know 50 positive responses per account on a month which is phenomenal we usually say to our clients we expect nothing less than 10 what we call sqos in a month so when we conduct a campaign we 
decipher what your campaign goal is. And in the case of this client, it was to see if they this prospect would be interested in jumping on a call to further discuss what it is they have to offer them. Sure. So an SQO recorded as somebody who said, yes, they would agree to a call and are interested in speaking further. So What's SQO for those of us that don't know? Is that like a qualified? Sorry, sorry. It's sales qualified opportunity. So I it's got one providing- word, right? <laughs> it is. Absolutely. But that's I'm essentially ready. what it is. It's someone showing interest in whatever it is we have to offer them, basically. And so, so that yeah, response comes from your three-pronged uh, messaging approach, correct? Exactly. And then exactly. what's the conversion rate that is that you're looking for that you can commit to for your clients when they have a sales qualified opportunity or an SQO? Then of out of those 50, let's say, how many of those would actually end up being a sale or a relationship so, where that could happen? It totally varies client to client because it depends on their side of things as to how processes work and how long processes take to complete. In the case of the client we just spoke about, it's really for them a case of having a conversation and making sure that they are in line with what it is they have to offer. I had a call with them just recently and they said, um, one of them who got something like 46 SQOs in one month, he said he saw at least 10 of them be very positive. So you're looking at about 10% at least on an average basis. It can be more, it can be less. I always say, and it's very true, it really varies on a month-to-month basis. It's also with lead generation, I find, no matter what channel you use to do it, sometimes it's a a game of luck. You could come across somebody who's looking exactly for what you're offering them, and that's a sale. Right now, in this moment, it's like serendipity, right? exactly it's like the heavens opened and it was meant to happen it's happened to me so often it's so strange but yeah that's that's really what I see with it you're looking I would say on average you're looking at between 10 to 20 percent of a conversion out of the results that we can provide so everybody that's watching or listening later 10 to 20 percent conversion is huge if you think about um, cold calling the conversion there under five percent mailers you know, one, maybe 2%, um, going out and meeting people in person has a higher conversion rate. And then of course your follow-up is part of that, but that, you know, that's a pretty impressive number, Megan. Um, yeah. and so now that you, you've officially committed to that on CRE power, <laughs> people are going to be calling you. I'll Yeah, no, I, I, what I find as well, the best thing about LinkedIn is If you reach out to somebody and they say, look, right now is not the best time, but you're continuously coming up on their feed and a few months down the road, suddenly they feel a need for what it is you offer them. They'll come back to you straight away because you started a conversation. So there's that other positive of down the road, there being potential deals and sales without even knowing it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things that I do, here's a tip for people listening is, um, I don't have as many people in my LinkedIn network as Stephanie does. Hers is pretty huge, but mine's substantial. And one of the things I do is because LinkedIn will alert you when someone has a work anniversary or they've changed jobs or they have a birthday or some, so there's some sort of, you know, business milestone that they've met. And I make it a point either for myself or my marketing, I have a full-time marketing person, or I, I did until recently, I'm hiring a new one. 
um, they have them communicate with those people and message with them. And it's always a great way to remind people what you do and ask them how business is going and to connect that way. You know, always looking for those opportunities where we can connect with someone. And LinkedIn offers a lot of those opportunities with their basic program, right? For sure. Absolutely. If I could say another thing to add to that, um, kind of talking about content and marketing, if there was one thing that I could suggest, if you wanted to grow your network and your business and what it is you have to offer, even just one post a week, something that asks a question, creates a conversation, something that's topical in your industry potentially as well, even just one post a week that covers something along those areas, it will create engagement with your network and start conversations with people who may not have um, kind of thought about your profile for a long time and you pop up again. So like mm -hmm. I just, I've read so much on even just one post a week can make a massive difference. So start small and grow from there once you get the hang of it. Yeah. So let's talk about, okay, can you give us another example of um, one of your clients that you've worked with and what their success has yeah. been? Absolutely. So I have another client from Ireland itself and um, really great campaign as well for them. Over the course, he was basically um, in this for his own company as a means of kind of just spreading awareness for different courses that he offered. So it wasn't so wasn't so much looking at getting calls and making deals. It was more about spreading awareness that he wanted to use us, us for. But over the course of the months we worked together, we saw nothing less than 16 SQOs in a month and all of them very positive and very interested in watching the video and, and what he had to offer. And I know when I spoke to him last that a few of them have even come back and shown interest in the courses that he has um, to offer them. So you can see the difference between, you know, our campaign isn't solely just about getting calls if that's not what you want to achieve. If you want to just educate people on what you have to offer them, sometimes you can see success by going down that route as well. That's great. Tell, tell us about um, what would you say is your company, their secret sauce? And, and how about you? What, what's your what's your secret sauce? We were talking about that a little bit earlier. Um, I would say the company's secret sauce is definitely the human to human approach that we bring. We're very approachable for our clients and everything we do on your LinkedIn is all our manual work doing it for you. And just to avoid any sort of restrictions or anything like that. We know LinkedIn really doesn't like automation and bots. It tends to just cause disruptancies. So it's our human to human approach. And I think for myself, um, I think I'm relatable without that sounding too obvious or cringy. I just, I enjoy speaking to people and getting to know people. And I enjoy understanding different cultures. Like even talking to you today, you're in the US. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you and get to know you a little bit more. It's just it's an interesting part of my job that I get to speak to people all over the world on a daily basis and create networks and friendships even as well with these types of individuals. And I, I find that I have a very good rapport with all of my clients. And thank, thankfully for me, they make it very easy. But it's one of my favorite things about the job for sure. It definitely comes across, Megan, from the moment that I met you, I felt your ability to gain rapport and you have a warm personality. And so I can see why your clients really appreciate working with you. And, you know, business is 
always changing and life is always changing. Share with our audience, what's something impactful or powerful that you've learned either in your business or your personal life in the recent months? I think the best thing I can say there is make the change you want to change. So like you said, over the last couple of months, I've made some changes in my life where I changed my position. I changed where I lived. I even made changes to my lifestyle and just those improvements in just applying a little bit more into myself and investing in me and what I want has made the world of difference. And it really does show that once you do what you love and once you apply yourself to everything that you want to do and achieve, you can do it. That's so true. I, one of my favorite sayings is the way that you do one thing is the way that you do everything. And so for yeah. you, I can I mirror back to you that since you started taking some risks and making some changes, you did that in multiple areas of your life. And you're, yeah. you're, I'm sure I can tell from what you've said that you're feeling the, um, the, the universe and everything around you supporting you as you make these changes. And, and what have you noticed is the biggest difference when you decided to do what you said, which is make the changes that you want to make? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the biggest change for sure is, I mean, I feel like this is such a hot topic at the moment and everybody's talking about it. It's almost annoying. But um, going joining the gym has been one of the best things I've done in the last couple of months. I've mm -hmm. created a community of friends. They're so supportive. I'm so lucky with the people that I um, that work there, but also just feeling better in myself and eating healthier and not ruining my body and feeling bad about it, you know, just mm -hmm. feel, making changes like that to myself. I can apply to every other part of my day to day life. And I just think it's it's really helped me improve me, you know. There's something very powerful about having discipline in your life. Another one of my sayings I love is self-discipline is self-love. So when you can commit to doing something for yourself, <clears throat> having that ritual in your life oh, yeah. um, is so powerful because that, that paves the way for you to have other commitments to yourself and to other people and to keep those. And then, and then that builds and then you feel more confident and more successful exactly exactly it's the little things that oh I went to the gym this morning like go me I did that and then it makes you proud of just doing little things like oh I just did this amazing live show today that was pretty cool like I don't think me last year would have said yes to doing something like this so just allowing yourself to change I think is important and grow stick get out of your comfort zone and exactly. and and you you nailed it when you have the confidence to do these smaller things then you have the confidence to say well what about this or maybe i could do this maybe six months exactly. ago you wouldn't have done this show and now here you are and you're doing a great job Thank leave you. us with some um yes you're doing a great job <laughs> it's important to celebrate the accomplishments that we have absolutely I when, as, so as we're closing, give us just the top three ways that you could help someone in the commercial real estate industry grow their business. Like, why would they want to call you and engage your services? Because this is something unique. You know, we haven't had a guest like you on here before. And I want to bridge the gap for people so that they can go, oh, yeah, I'm interested in reaching out to Megan Dodd and and finding out more. 
for sure. I suppose the first thing is if you're struggling with LinkedIn and you're unsure as to how to use it to its best of ability, I can definitely be there to help you with that. Uh, although the main core of our our services about lead generation, I always want to help you understand how to use LinkedIn if you want to be able to optimize other elements of it for yourself. Um, I would say the second thing is if you just don't have the time, like if you're trying to apply yourself to your company and help it grow and you're struggling with lead generation and you know it's so con time consuming, like I said, that's exactly what I'm here to do is just take that off your shoulders so that you just have to deal with all the positive um, positivity that comes out of it and the different people that you get to speak with. And so I suppose that's to her. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, uh, I thought I was just going to say the third thing is a hard one to think about. <laughs> <laughs> I put you on the spot with three, but those two were good. And what I hear you saying, Megan, is leverage. And Stephanie and I are yes. big on talking about leverage. So as yes. a commercial real estate professional, they can focus on those things that they're good at and they know and make the most of their time and then leverage Megan and her company exactly. Lead Ingo to help you navigate LinkedIn and to generate interest leads and potential sales through your growing network on LinkedIn. So thank you so Absolutely. much, Megan Dodd, all the way from Belfast joining us today. It's been a pleasure having you and um, keep in touch and let us know how you're doing. And our show CRE Power Hour is every second and fourth Wednesday. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks and you can check us out at CREPowerHour.com. And Megan, take good care. See you soon. You too. Thank you.